Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to the Final Inspection Show. I'm back with Eddie Cheever, who will be doing commentary on the ABC telecast for this year's Indianapolis 500. And we thought it couldn't get much better than last year with the 100th running. But this year, there almost seems to be almost a bigger buzz, isn't there? You're right. It's gotten better every year, I think, over the past six. But this year it is special because you have a two-time Formula One champion that is not racing the whole series but just came to do the Indy 500 and hasn't been since the 60s when we had Graham Hill, Jackie Stewart, Jim Clark. They came here. We've had such a big buzz. So I think it's I think it's really cool. And it's it's given a different feel to the race. There's a, there's a little bit more electricity in the air. There's a scent of danger. There's a scent of not knowing what's going to happen. And we saw this in, in 1993 with Nigel Mansell, uh, especially at like, uh, places like Milwaukee, where the international media almost brings that little extra panache to the event and, and the, the buzz and everything. And we're certainly seeing that with Alonzo this year. And it's almost scary how quickly he's come to grips with Indianapolis. But Indy, Graham Rahal said it, you're always brave until you hit the wall that first time. Is that something that he, that could be lurking out there for him, that he has to be... But he's got such a powerful group behind him, though. I'm sure they're whispering in your ear saying, it's not this easy. The first saying that I learned when I came to the States to race in ovals is there are two types of oval drivers. There are those that have hit the wall, and there are those that are going to hit the wall. It's there. It never disappears. And... Uh, it's something you have to learn learn to live with. Uh, and that's the boundary that you don't pass. But when you're racing somebody for the lead in the Indianapolis 500, you don't feel the wall is there. Everything everything goes away. You're, you're racing for glory. You're racing for history. So uh, the wall doesn't give a shit if you're Fernando Alonso or a young American rookie that's doing his first race. It's just as hard for both of them. Can you envision yourself, let's say, in 1982, you're running for Renault, and an opportunity coming where you could run Indianapolis, you would skip Monaco? No, no. That's why I think this is a very rare occasion. Um, McLaren, I think, is the second winningest race, uh, racing team in Formula One. They're going through a terrible period right now. Their, their, their engine is worse than bad. When it improves, it will be bad. And yet they have one of the best race car drivers in the world. And um, who's probably earning $40 million a year, and yet he's coming here to the States, not for money, but just because he wants to be in a competitive car again in an important in an important race. So would I have imagined myself from doing that? Hell no, I would have never thought. No, there's no way I would have. And I'm an American race car driver. There's no way I would have done that. But I guess if you were with a really poor a race car that, that wasn't um, competitive, then probably yes. I'm, you know. But this is a guy who, this is the guy who stopped Michael Schumacher from winning, I think, his sixth mm-hmm. Formula One season in a row when he was 24 years old. He's very unabashedly said, "You put me in any car, and I will beat anybody." So I'm sure he carries some of that with him here. But this is another planet. This is not planet Earth. This is planet Indianapolis. It's different. It's different. It's 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 strategy mixed up with bravery mixed up with incredibly high average speeds it's 
it's so many different things rolled into one big ball of wax that his learning curve is going to be straight up like a rocket. And it has to be. He's never done a rolling start since he was racing go-karts. He's never gone into a corner with three of best going 200 miles an hour with so much turbulence. You can barely see. You have to guess where you're going to go. He's never gone four into a corner that only fits one. And yet, more than once, four people will try to filter their way through it. And if anybody in that ballet, ballet makes a mistake, all four cars go out. But your brain has got to tell you, don't take that bait. Don't go there. Don't go here. Or do take that one. And you've got to learn all that really quickly. So he has to learn what normally would take a driver six races, one race, to do all that. We have David Hobbs on the show, and he said that for him and other drivers from the road racing point of view, uh, Indianapolis is a, a little bit easier because some of the turns, you can treat them like road racing turns, like Spa or Monzo. Was, was that the case with you in 1990? No, no, no. No, I've, I've raced at Spa. I've raced at Monza. I finished on the podium on both of those tracks. No, no. Eau, Eau Rouge, which he's talking about, is a corner that goes down into a gully in six gear, and you take a right, mm-hmm. you bottom out, then you go up a hill, and you take a left. And it's hard. But if you make a mistake, you go through 100 feet of sand, and you go through six rows of catch fencing, and then you go into a soft guardrail. You make a mistake here, you're into a wall, a safer barrier now. But nevertheless, it's, it's, it's over, it's done, your race is finished. So I, I don't think you can compare... I think that's a bad analogy that David has made. Of course, when he ran it, they probably had barbed wire back then. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they were definitely not going into the corners at 240 right. miles an hour. Uh, you, there's a bucket, and the ABC crew is pulling drivers out for their names for the, the pool this year. Whose name do you want to pull out? Dixon. Dixon. Yeah. So all this noise about, Dixon, about Alonso is great for Dixon. It takes, even if he, after he wins the, the, the pole... <clears throat> with a great lap, everybody keeps talking about Alonso. So the fact that there's so much focus on Alonso, not any on Dixon, I think is good. It keeps a lot of pressure out of his team. But Dixon is phenomenal at this type of racing. He's finished. He's finished second way too many times. Um, they're no longer sponsored by Target. Uh, they changed engine manufacturer, and there's a lot of bent-up ambition, I think, in Chip Ganassi's team which that you could see them just be a little extra spark for them to execute perfectly. And Dixon, somebody should stick a hole in Dixon with a pin because I'm not sure he's human. But <laughs> we'll see. All right, thank you. That's Eddie Cheever, ABC Sports, and, of course, IndyCar driver, Formula One driver, BMW driver, you name it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.